We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler, and this is the Tuesday, July 27th edition of the Bart Winkler Show. Wasn't sure if I was going to be able to go live after Brewers Mets on Monday night, but good game. Kid went down, so let's have a post-game show. Do want to talk, uh, if you guys could comment and chime in, I do want to talk about you know Corbin Burns and his struggles as of late. Uh, if the Brewers look to flip any of these guys that are having good, interesting starts, or if there's, you know, belief that Julio Tehran, Wade Miley, and these guys can keep it going for a while, and also uh, just uh, the Brewers in general. And I'm seeing more discussion that maybe I was wrong. Maybe you guys think Christian Yelich is an all-star. The Brewers win tonight. Again, jumping on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream, so you can check out the YouTube of this if you'd like to see my pretty face. I'm actually not in my basement tonight. I am upstairs in the dining room. It's still on YouTube. Looks like the same grand piano. And it also looks like it's light at nine o'clock at night. Some people uh, haven't quite got there. And we don't really talk about bookshelf back there much. Got the bookshelf back there. Tonight's game, the Brewers win two to one. Uh, Nice weekend against Cleveland. Got two of three. The Mets have been... Very bad, um, very bad. They are the most disappointing team in baseball, if you ask anybody in New York. Outside the rest of the country, you might throw in the Cardinals or the White Sox. I still think the White Sox, for what we thought they were going to be a couple years ago. But the uh, the Mets, man, that $500 million payroll, and this is the result. That lineup is not scary uh, by any means. The pitching staff is all injured or old. And this is an investment that is not working for the New York Mets. Hot take, Jake. Good to see you again, bud. What's up? Yo. What's what's happening? Hey, uh, way to go. Uh, Brewers game. Really, uh, they did some stuff. And, you know, they, they, they either won or they lost. So good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How's it going? So what do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Uh, well... First, I'll talk about my sports thing before I put the the high pressure on you. So, um, Damian Lillard. Um, Brewers postgame show. I, that, that, let's start with Damian Lillard. <laughs> We're leading with Damian Lillard. Uh, well, this is – I love Damian Lillard. He's my, like, favorite non-Bucks player maybe ever, other than Grant Hill. Um, but it's getting a little bit tiring now. 
the whole like, well, you know, the stuff that gets put out into the media that he wants to win, but he really wants to stay loyal to Portland. It's like, dude, just Can I tell you up. what I text um, the guy I do the show with, Tom, the guy I do Bill Ryder's show with. Writer than you? Yeah, yeah, I'm on Writer Than You this week, if you guys didn't know. You guys should know that. Um, I just, I literally just texted him 13 minutes ago. I said, I'll be spending a few minutes tomorrow shitting on the Blazers and Dame for extending world's most uninteresting breakup. Yeah. Um, like just grow some balls already. He doesn't want it's this is Aaron Rodgers times a thousand. He doesn't want people only if think, nobody cared. Only if nobody cared. Right. And you know, I love Dame. Like I said, the probably my favorite non-Bucks player um in the league for sure right now, maybe ever. But like you're just you're awesome, but you're you're just Damian Lillard, and it's okay to be like, hey, uh, I think it's time to move on. And he just doesn't want the backlash because, like, at the end of the day, that's cool. Like you're you're loyal, but like sometimes these guys that just it drives me crazy. They act like they're doing God's work when really they're just getting paid generational wealth to play a kid's game. You know. I do know. Um, yeah, you do know. I do know. I do know it's it's frustrating. Um, so here is the other thing I wanted to talk about. It's time for the full court press. Um, I'm listening to today's episode. We're talking about, you know, shirt sizes and it, it, shit's getting depressing. So I want to lay down the gauntlet right now. And I want other people to chime in on this with their opinion. I think you need to come see me. Jake, I, I want to see you, but your place is too far. Here's the deal. We'll do it on your schedule. I will make it work. Whatever works for you. Um, I can come meet you. We'll you find a place. I will, I will come and meet you. Okay. And we're give me like 60 days and we will document this thing. And I will, you know, we'll film it. It'll be great content and I will fucking kick your ass, but it will be the best. Like I said, if Rami fucking Makloff can do it, Bart Winkler can do it. And I think it's, it's go time, buddy. Can I eat hot pockets during these 60 days? <laughs> We got to talk about that. We maybe we could negotiate, but um, like I said, I'm thinking a couple times a week, maybe to start, see how your body reacts. Then we go from there. Maybe you give me a little plug here and there on the show. That'd be kind of cool. But uh, yeah, what do you think, buddy? Uh, Jake says I'm here for Bart's meathead arc. <laughs> I will turn you into a cultist. Just be careful. Are those the kids at your house? Uh, yeah, I got uh, my. Okay, I was making crazy. sure if he I, I, if he's if he wakes up, I'm fucked. That's right. By the way, I I heard that uh, on the show today. So the wife's gone, and how does it feel to know that you know your son loves her more than he loves you? I mean, I've I've known it since day yeah. one. That's a mommy thing. Hey, speaking uh, of, say, hey, what's up? Just some don't guy in a. Puss. Yeah. What she she said? Don't be a puss. <laughs> Jesus. All right, um, I'm going to go to Sean when he's... <laughs> go to Sean, Puss. and if Matt shows up tonight, tell him to try Happy Place Hemp. Hey, uh, okay, I'm glad you brought them up because everybody is aware of the deal now. They cut their prices. Yeah, that's pretty insane. That's a So steal. they cut their prices across the board. Happy Place Hemp did 25% off. They cut their prices. And then my promo code, BART, 
still get you another 25% off. That, like I said, you're just, you're giving it away at that point. You're absolutely nuts to not take advantage of that. But why I want to bring him up is because when I talked to Chris there last time, he said, I, I said, so, you know, I talk about the gummies a lot, but what are some other products? And he said he got sunburn recently and then used some of the CBD lotion. Well, lo and behold, I have some CBD lotion from them in my home and I got sunburn. I, I, I'm not taking my shirt off tonight, but I, I, I lotioned like my breast and I forgot <laughs> my stomach and this part, the shoulders. So it looks like I have a bra sunburned into me that's amazing and this shit was killing me and the lotion helped it so i might have to try some of that lotion to his testimonial yeah i might have to try some of that lotion for reasons that i will not disclose i'll I'll pull a cone roller jesus all right enough with you all right jake everybody troll bart make him do it okay bye yeah, um, I should never have more episodes, so this will be episode 201. I can't I can't weigh more than like I should be like, hey, I've hit my weight. No, I've got I've got a month and a half left to go. The Sean O'Connell. Sean, I want to talk some brewers. Yes, but uh vote number one, Bart, get to the gym. He, every time I've heard Hot Take Jake give you advice, it's always been very good advice that you should take. It really is. So um if that means anything, anything he's ever told you has been good advice. Let's talk Brewers. Big very, win. 2-1 over the nine Mets. Yes, very economical win. That's for sure. I mean, good Lord, two whole runs. Whoopity-doo! So I was watching, I wasn't watching the game because I was uh, putting my kid to bed, but I was following peri- periodically about what was going on. And I just saw people complaining over and over and over again that the Brewers had been leaving guys on the bags. That's and very accurate. That is a, that's very accurate, very accurate assessment. And Rowdy Telez was getting uh, yelled at. And how about Willie Adamas, the big two home run night the other night? I think he's now old for 12 since uh, I saw someone call Rowdy Telez the least clutch player of all time. And uh, the Brewers have these batting averages again that are right in line with where they were a year ago. But credit Joey Weimer. All it took was one hit tonight, two runs, and the Brewers get out of this one. Colin Ray, six and a third, one earned, three Ks. Bullpen locked it down, and the Brewers took one from the Mets, who, I mean, are just bad right now. The comment that came in here, Corey says Mets are just a more expensive Brewers. Brewers kill, says Mets definitely underperforming. Uh, Brew Pack Av says Tehran and Ray as our aces currently, as we all predicted. Uh, Brew Pack Av also says, are we in danger of having more than one all-star? <laughs> I still am saying no to Christian Yelich, but we can revisit that again with Grant and Paul next time we talk. He's not not playing like an all-star, though. He, Christian Yelich, um, I am. Well, I think if you could guarantee this, the rest of the contract. No worse, but no better. With how long the contract is, I think a lot of people would take that. I would definitely take this as the floor, absolutely, for the remainder of his contract. Yes, this would be okay. Um, it's not ideal. It is absolutely... What? Yes, absolutely not ideal, but uh, yeah, I, I would... Um, I mean, it would be, it, it would be a, a look at... 
every the rest of his career would, would look like tonight where it's yeah, just enough it was just enough it's well, just we'll take enough. it i mean a 273 hitter the rest of his career yes that would be yeah that would be great however you know uh you know, being a Brewer fan is is watching a lot of these very economical wins where it's just enough. You just make the playoffs by just enough. You win just enough. You you know that it. Sometimes I just uh, I am the Conan bar- barbarian, more along the lines of crush your enemy, see them driven before you, and hear their old ladies cry, something like that. But uh, that's followed just- half of that. Well, I know Bart Winkler. Yes, there there are boobs in that movie, so you probably yes. Oh, I never watched it then. Yes, exactly. Yes, but no, it was. Uh, um, I mean, this is the the Mets are not a good team. They're not playing well. They have a lot of talent, but they are not playing well, and they're not well led. And their manager has lost their clubhouse, and you know, to to just eke out a win is not very impressive. And like you said. Uh, Adamus is not showing very clutch either. He had his front runner home runs, and then we didn't see him again. So, and and then too, um, didn't look like he was hustling uh, very uh, much on the um, on the base base paths either. So, you know, maybe he's nursing an injury that he's not telling anybody about. But uh, yeah, um, I'll, I definitely will take the win, but not very impressive. Bart, I'm hearing some rumblings in the other room. I don't know if I got to go kiss somebody on the lips or something like that or smack them in the mouth, but I'm going to have to go. Deuces. Love you, pal. Hey, great. You were great today. Can't wait to hear you the rest of the week. Oh, wow. Thanks, John. Absolutely. you'll You'll hear this that we just did. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you guys want to join the StreamYard, I do have that on Twitter and right here in the comments on YouTube. Uh, The Mets, I think 
the Brewers are going to get a little play nationally this week, but as the villain in the uh, in the Mets story, like the Mets, the Mets are a hot topic. Yeah, even like you know, baseball doesn't get the national kind of attention on these debate shows and talk shows and uh, CBS Sports Radio shows. But when a team is performing this bad and they were this prolific and they spent this much money and they're in the market that they're in, there's going to be a lot of people, again, just looking at the Mets and we're probably going to see some Brewers highlights. If this was ESPN and this was the Bucks, there would be like tweets tonight about, there'd be like nine tweets about the Mets and one about the Brewers, like the nights that we beat the Sixers, but there's just a bunch of tweets about Joel Embiid. It would be that kind of situation. The Mets are, and I do believe this has tonight's game into account, the Mets are 35 and 43. We've been talking a lot about the Cardinals, how much they suck. They're 32 and 45. So the Mets are only two and a half games better than the Cardinals. Uh, It is bad in New York. And they're at the point now where I don't even know if firing their manager in Buck Showalter is enough to save their season. You're getting to the point now where, you know, a month ago when we talked about this, okay, there's still a lot of seasons. A lot of teams are a 9 of 12 win streak from, from being competitive. They're slipping behind. The NL East is nowhere in their sights, and now you're going to have to focus solely on the wild card, and it just, I mean, you're not going to declare a season over in June, late June, but it it's not looking good for the Mets. And if the Brewers win this series, take three of four, they could be responsible for some big-time changes um coming up uh tanker bar on twitter says me personally i'd rather have you do a raw recap just not a baseball fan honestly the brewers leave and bring us the nhl instead all right um if there was an nhl team i don't know that i'd be able to provide you post-game content if there was ever a wnba team i would i would cut in line to become the preeminent wnba milwaukee voice I would, I would, that, that's where I would make my bread and butter. That's where I would make my money uh, far and away. KJ says Brewers are not good. Mets are worse. Aaron says Brewers lineup especially is not good. And that's kind of what I was talking about on Monday's show. We're like, they are not that good. The Brewers are not, they're not that good. But if they're going to keep winning like this, they're not going to trade guys, but I don't think they like, who are they going to buy and what are they going to give off? We're in a period now where the prospects are like the guys that are coming up and are here. You don't want to trade Sal Felix. You don't want to trade all these guys that got uh, this all-star honor. Churio's untouchable. Mizorowski, the, the catcher. Uh, you don't want to trade these guys. So, I don't know what they do. I mean, I, I just, I, they're not, it's not like they're in a position where are you buyers or are you sellers? I don't think they're at that point. They're certainly, but I don't need, I don't even know that they're buyers. They're not sellers is what I'm saying, but I don't know that they're buyers and I don't, I don't know what they do. I, I think they get Brandon Woodruff back and say, look at that. Uh, maybe there's a bat that they can find, but we've been wanting a bat forever. Uh, just seems impossible. Deer Tracks on Twitter says, great Brewers win. You do a Brewers postgame show, and Hot Take Jake comes in with Lillard talk. SMH, you need a screener. One of the things that I wanted to talk about regarding the Milwaukee Brewers 
was Corbin Burns. Um, Corbin Burns, this was from Brewers Fever. I saw this tweet earlier. Corbin Burns from 2020 to this time uh, two years ago, July of 2022, rather. From 2020, Corbin Burns from 2020 to July of 2022 had a 229 ERA, had given up 88 earned runs, 22 home runs, and 56 games started. Since then, since the 27th of July, 2022, he's given up 80 earned runs, 23 home runs, but in 30 games started with a 405 ERA. Brewers fever, his claim is that the sample size isn't small. He's been this guy for a while now. I do think that maybe one of the reasons Corbin Burns could have been upset. Um, Q, we'll switch to something else. I'm wrapping up, Brewers, if you want to talk. Um, th- one of the reasons why uh, Corbin Burns might have been upset is because he wanted, like, he doesn't think he's good enough to get a big payday. Maybe we can look at it from that angle. Maybe we can look at it from that angle. He's all mad about the $750,000. And, uh, and now he's playing, like, he's, he's costing himself money with almost every start right now in some of these uh, performances. So something is interesting to see uh, for sure. A couple other things that I saved here in my bookmarks that I wanted to make sure that I mentioned on tonight's show. First of all, Bobby Portis doesn't look like the Bucks are going to trade him because Bobby Portis has agreed. He's going to be in Madison July 20th. My guys, the Mingos Ford Madison they are going to have a game, a friendly against the Mexican side, and it's July 20th. That's a Thursday night. Bobby Portis will be there as a guest of honor. There's a ticket package. I think tickets are still available. Um, you get a headband, a grandstand match ticket, and a, and a quick meet and greet with Bobby Portis in Madison, July 20th, and he's going to do the first kick. So that's me on the PA. I get to say... And now welcome our first kick, Milwaukee Bucks forward, Bobby Portis. And then he'll score and I'll go, go Bobby Portis. And then it'd be great if he like came up to the press box, but uh, he probably won't. Our press box is a chicken shack. Stadium's nice though. We cut, we, we cut the savings on to you. There's my guy Q. How you been? Good. Just been enjoying summer. Uh, a, a little too much smoke today. I wish the Canadians would switch to gummies. Oh, look at all you guys. Did somebody else say that already? I missed the start of the show. No, no one made a joke that bad. But I do appreciate you trying to throw in a a plug for happyplacehemp.com. I, Promo I code thought Garden. it wasn't so bad. I don't know. Well, 25% off. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. They dropped their prices. They did across the board. Yeah. They could have fat catted it all the way. They could have, they could have run this thing another two years and just retired off to the sunset, but they thought, they thought, Nope, we're helping people. Let's keep it going. Yeah. So Promo I, code I, I still feel like, like I know you're saying that Bobby's coming to Madison for the, the Mingos game. I still feel like he's, he's gotta be on the block. I think if they would have traded him, it would have been on draft day for a pick. But you're not going to get a first-round pick for Bobby. Well, didn't we think there was a bunch of – one of those guys could, like, until 
horse called up his old boss and said, look, I got Jimmy Haslam money now. Just give me a pick and we'll throw you some money. That's true. Where I does mean, that money go? I think it just goes to the coffers. Like it hits the balance sheet of the team. Like they can do whatever they want with it. Could they give half of it to John Hammond for making the trade? Um, Not above. Like why, why, why would the Magic trade a second round pick to not get a pick until 2030 if the only difference is cash considerations where does the cash go i think it's straight cash it's not like cap room like no, it, it's just like let's say it's four million dollars yeah so we just bought a pick this year so then if i'm john hammond i'd be like why would i be motivated to do that i would want a cut of that i mean i feel like he's the, owners get the cash which well, I, okay, I'm guessing the okay, magic okay, but then how did how about John Hammond says I want some of that? <laughs> I mean, or they're like John, hey, you know what? Just because here's a here's a great bonus, here's a new car. Yeah, I I feel like that would be a nice thing for John. I I feel kind of bad for him. I I've always like I can't say I cheer for the Magic, but I've always wished him well since he left the Bucks to go to Orlando. I'd cheer for um, the Magic if they were ever like they they don't do anything. Yeah, I mean the coolest thing they've got is that that weird floor they have, like the the parquet floor. I mean the Bucks they're so shitty. The Bucks were willing to forfeit a game against them in the playoffs and take the loss. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I still think yeah. If, if I had to guess, I would say Bobby's not going to be on the roster uh, come November. So he, he just seems like one of the more movable pieces. I like, I know there's a lot of rumors saying Grayson might be out the door. I, I just don't know what the appetite is for Grayson. Versus- do you think Bobby, do you think, do you think my Ford Madison was like, Hey Bobby, do you want to, or like they asked the bucks and Bobby heard about it. And he's like, no, I, I want to do it. I don't do anything to keep me, make them so they can't trade me. <laughs> Maybe he, Bobby's like flirt, flirting hard with the Lakers. Like I thought for sure we were going to trade him to the Lakers on draft night. Well, Bobby Portis coming to a forward Madison game. <laughs> Maybe I'll see if we can carpool. We're making the same drive. I bet. What do you think Bobby drives? What do you think Bobby drives? Yeah. I don't know. Q. I have, I have I no idea. I, I don't I don't really know the difference between a Chevy and a Ford. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a car guy. <laughs> I'm not a car guy either. I drive a Chevy though. Oh, I drive a Hyundai. Nice. Bought this it from Sith Lord. <laughs> this is great content. I, I I'm sorry. I really can't do Brewers. Uh, <laughs> Would you watch the game? I tried. I turned it on. It was two to one, and I was like, oh, this is good. I'm glad it won't be a, a downer podcast. <laughs> what are you like? What are you watching these days? I just turned on, I was going to do Secret Invasion, and then I was like, oh, crap, I got the YouTube alert. I got to oh, see. You didn't it watch it yet? No. So, did you read about it? No. Okay. I, I'm like 10 minutes in, and I'm very confused. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's a that's a, that's not really him. Okay. At least I don't think. I have no idea. 
it's like i i feel like whoever came up with this stuff was on all sorts of drugs (laughs) and i'm not talking gummies I just I don't understand. We'll talk about Marvel a different time. I'm, we'll talk about a different time. What are you like watching for sports? College World Series looks like LSU won. I've I've just been like biking and kayaking and hiking. I have been Jeez. taking a little reprieve from sports, but still listening to you and uh, our friend Grant, and then yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple other podcasts. But I've just been on a sports hiatus, except for like following NBA off season. Oh, yeah, John Collins, big trade. Yeah, to Utah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it seems like kind of a weird trade for Utah. I, I still don't really understand where they're going with that roster. but Well, you know what I realize is they're like the Timberwolves. I brought them up a little bit today. Because I think I do like Nazareed, so they brought him back. But they have, obviously, Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. And it's like, even if, like, one of the guys from one of the Minnesota places was like, Nazareed signing's a top five timberwolves moment in my life but what's what's the what's the peak for them seven seed i what i've been worried about you won't even know that it's me on some of these shows i do because i am just downplaying the warriors chances hard i don't i don't think i think i think they're i think they're done i it's so hard to say um i think the kings are gonna poach draymond but is that so bad if the Warriors lose Draymond? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's their cap situation? Awful. So, do they – is it kind of like it is with Chris where, like, if we don't re-sign Chris, we just lose that money? Is that what they have going on with Draymond? You would think I would know the answer to that, but I don't. Okay, sorry. No, it's fine. I'd... I I mean, I, I don't know. I, f- I feel like if I was a Warriors fan, I'd be pretty excited about uh, CP3 coming in, even though he'll be a six man. But, like, seems seems better than some of the moves they made last offseason. I wouldn't want I wouldn't want him at all. Really? But I think the Warriors, I think, I think the Warriors, I was reading about him today, they talked themselves into it. Uh, Kerr's excited to go smaller. I don't know, but he's on a one year deal, so he's definitely more movable. He could get traded, he could get traded. Yeah, so he's like, like even if it doesn't work, he's an expiring large contract, so they can do whatever they want. We're like, pool, there wasn't that many buyers. Um, did you just freeze on me? No, I'm. Uh, I have barely. I've. I'm normally in my basement, but tonight I'm upstairs. And so I just saw Craig Council was talking. So I was gonna turn up the TV all the way. Can you hear him or no? No, I don't think you can hear him. I hear. It sounds like a lady. Yeah. So oh, there's, there's Craig. You know, anytime you get a starter like that, it puts you in puts you in better shape. Uh, He's got wine glasses behind him. Oh, they're in New York, right? Yeah. Mets fans think they're they're getting counsel. Yeah, that was really interesting when you were reading those tweets from Mets fans. That was like probably my favorite part of the besides Toby, obviously. Oh, Toby. But that was like probably one of my favorite parts of today's pod. 
Well, I retweeted that guy. I was hoping some people would like start yelling at him, but none of you did. <laughs> Man, yeah, I think you're totally dead on that. I would be much more frustrated with the Brewers if they were performing like the Mets are with that payroll. That's that's it. Just doesn't make any sense. Like I think when the Brewers are bad, we act. We always dial it up a little bit. We were acting when the Brewers, the last time that we were all mad, we were acting like we would be justified to if we had a big payroll. We always like, we're yeah. very dramatic. So sports parallel, like who is the Mets of the NFL? Is it Cowboys? Is it Redskins? Of the NFL? Yeah. Where they're just like spending a bunch of money and then they still suck. Um, like, do you remember when the Redskins were just signing like every free agent for a while? Yeah, maybe, maybe the Chargers. But the Chargers have had some success. Maybe yeah, they never win shit. Also, I just realized I was dropping the R word. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. They were that team name at the time, but oh, I think I they uh, whatever. <laughs> What are they, the Commanders? Yeah. Ugh. Then we got the Guardians. It's hard to keep up. Yeah, well, read a book. You'll get there. <laughs> well, I've got I've got time to read some books. It's baseball season. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't like I don't like how non into it you are. I you motherfucker to... motherfuckers out here kayaking, he says. I, I, so you, you got you got all of us living and dying and sweating with this shitty ass mediocre baseball team. You're out on the fucking Milwaukee River paddling the swans, getting diseases. <laughs> Jesus, what? I mean, so here here's where I'm at with the Brewers. They are the Bucks of old. They are the Red Bucks. Yeah, okay. Where like the Red Bucks were not going anywhere. And there was a good chance they would get moved. And that's kind of where I'm at with the Brewers. And it's just, I don't know. I went to one Brewers game this year. And I just, even being there with the faster pitch count, I just couldn't get into it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What I maybe I think it's because I quit drinking. Like, you need to be, like, hammered. You still haven't had a drink since New Year's? Yeah. Or, yeah, like. See, Andrew Snyder says, you haven't lived if you haven't watched the Brewers waste uh, Tapia Homer while drinking 11 beers on a Wednesday afternoon. That's like, baseball works when it's slow paced and you can just there. were sit some there games that I was going to go to in May during the day, but I wasn't going to have a beer, so I didn't go. That's what I'm saying. It's it's like, it's a drinking man's thing. It's like, like I don't think I could go bowling right now. That'd be pretty boring. <laughs> well, bowling sucks. Bowling sucks. Except for if you have like, if you like, drink six beers when you bowl in an hour, then it's great. Bowling is also a sneakily sweaty sport. Yeah, because uh, it's hard. What what other what other sports have a a sweat dryer for your hand? I can't think of any. Well, then you like if you wear jeans, they like stick to you. All right, you. I'm 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 moving on with the show. I love you. All right, I appreciate the segment and text me. What's that? Let me know what you think of the ending. All right, I'll let you know.
See you okay. guys. See ya. Q. I haven't seen the ending yet. New Secret Invasion dropping Wednesday. Woo! Nick Fury. I do want to say something non-sports for a second. Um, and I'm not going to like take a political angle, but it might seem that way. If this was if this was something I said on 1250, people would mishear me and yell at me. There were a couple of things that were being discussed today on Milwaukee radio. One was Greek Fest had to close down the other night due to fights. And then two, there was this Oak Creek kid who graduated at uh, AmFam Field and then ran the bases. And lots of discussion on both. I think that social media has made it hard to be alive. For like, I, I, I always think like, I don't like social media, but I need social media. I'm, I'm trying to hack it in my nine part-time job lifestyle. I need social media. I need YouTube. I need to have a platform. You know, I need to have my own ability to be on a platform. And I think that that is good that I can do that and people will, you know, see it. I think it's good in case of emergencies, or I think it's good. Like when there's a community event, like Twitter at the epicenter of sporting events, and you can all make memes and jokes and fun. There's a lot of good for social media. One thing I think is bad about social media and just the amount of news in general is I'll start with this kid. Like this kid did a funny thing, a little prank runs around the bases it's documented. Everybody's going to have a take on it. You can't do stupid things as kids anymore because someone's going to be videoing it. Okay. Like this is, I is a harmless, stupid thing, but you can't, you can't do it. Cause someone's going to video it. Uh, the Greek fest thing 20 years ago, we never know about it. You never know about it. Even if you live in Milwaukee, you never know about it. Maybe there's a something on the news at the end of the newscast. But you never know about it. Um, it's not over social media. It's just, I, I always wonder to myself, is the world worse than it was 30 years ago? Or the same amount of things happening, we just, it's constantly everywhere. Because there would be some bad shit that would happen when I grew up. I wouldn't find out about it until I read the paper the next day in the afternoon. Or reading Newsweek at the end of a fucking week. So I don't know. Just some food for thought. Just some food for thought. Uh, did I miss video becoming a verb? Yeah, they video it. They video it. They videotape it. Ooh, very picky, Matt. Jesus. They video it. You know what people don't understand when I say when I say tape it? Like kids, I'll say, can you tape uh, the game? Tape the game. Yeah, tape it. Record it. Oh, like a DVR? Yeah. Tape it. Or roll on that. Can you roll on that? Roll on roll on that. Roll on it. Hey, I'm a media professional. These are media things that I do. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
Uh, Matt made a comment. I do have a Matt voicemail. So Matt, little uh, Matt in the fallsception here. Carl's plays voicemail. Carlvt.com backslash Bart. Oh, uh, Carl. So Toby and I go there to Carl's place to golf. And Carl's like, yeah, a lot of people are saying that um, they hear the show. I'm like, that's great. So people are calling up and buying golf simulators because of the show. He said, people are calling up to apply for jobs that they said they've heard about the place on the show. So, whichever one of you is applying for a job, good luck. And if you need a reference, uh, let me know. I can, I can help you out. The Matt and Cone feud continues. You know, this uh, Cone Roller guy would be a great politician because he um, managed to not answer my question at all as to why he is hiding and uh, just completely diverted attention. And he, he got you a plan and sinker. Um, but then again, he couldn't be a politician because his 24-year-old dumbass thinks it's cool to have a login name about the size of the marijuana cigarettes that you roll. So um, I guess he could be a politician, and that's probably why he's hiding, because he doesn't want people to know that he smokes <laughs> So that was the rebuttal. You two boys. Got another one. This is from Dan in Grafton on the Carl's Place voicemail line, 402-915-BART. Hey, Bart, Dan from Oak Creek. Just want to congratulate you on your Same difference. episode. I'm listening right now. This morning, I'm my way into work, uh, Monday, June 26th. Yeah, congratulations. You make my mornings extra special. Not that they're not, that they're not already special. Um, you know, eating my bowl of oatmeal every morning, getting my ass out of bed and getting to work. Uh, but, yeah nice 30-minute drive from where I am into work, so I listen every morning on my way in, and uh, yeah, lots of laughs, lots of tears, happy tears, and some sad tears. I mean, there's there's some times, but uh, no, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Hope everything is well, and I'll be listening in again tomorrow, of course. All right. Damn, thank you. 402-915-BART. Some other things I wanted to mention. One more thing on the Bucs. The Bucs, there's an article from Hoops Wire where the Bucs are rumored to be interested in Derrick Rose, Terrence Ross, and Kevin Love. All right. Uh, John Horst also... This was from BehindTheBuckPass.com. Uh, this is where I saw it. He did answer the Hugo Basson question. Hugo Basson will, it looks like, not be playing with the Bucks in 23-24, but they hope to have him on the Summer League. Do we do Summer League post-game shows? Q, would that get you back into the mix? Summer League post-game shows. Let's see. We got a Friday, a Saturday, maybe a a Wednesday, Tuesday against Brooklyn. Uh, They got a rematch against the Miami Heat. Okay. We could think about that. Do we do 
a summer league post game show. Leave a comment with the secretary. I got to play this. I'm going to play. I'm going to play this. I'm going to play this. I won't play the whole thing. And I know, I know what the intention is of it, but it's, it's Colin Cowherd on Jordan Love. Jordan Love has been with the Packers for four years. You cannot find one intense wow moment of practice video. Not one. I was told in the last 72 hours by an incredibly connected Green Bay source. I'm not telling you if it's a current Packer or it's a former one. I'll protect him. But he said when he was around him for multiple years, he never saw a wow pass. He never saw a wow moment. And and this this player doesn't or didn't always love Aaron Rodgers. Nor does this player exist. This is so obviously a fabricated thing. No one's going to hold him to it. I love I love how everyone I love I, we're in this age where people need they can't just they can't just say like, "Oh, I heard from someone." Or someone with the Packers said, "It's got to be I have a source." Dan O'Donnell, you want to talk about Greek Fest? He had an article today about, I have a Greek Fest insider. Bitch, you fucking kidding me? A Greek Fest insider? I'm not, what that, just say, somebody that was at Greek Fest told me the they, they recalled this conversation about the fights that happened. I have a Greek Fest insider? These people don't know what they, they don't know how this works. Pisses me off. Anyway, you get the thing on Jordan Love. Basically, Colin Coward says no one said one good thing about him in four years. Well, it's been three. Also, Devondre Campbell was talking last year that he could be a starter in this league. And I do love how the Packers quietly send out a tweet a little bit later in the afternoon of Jordan Love hugging Aaron Jones, labeling this unwavering support for Jordan Love. He did it the right way, waited his time. You never heard one peep. We all love Jordan here. He has everyone's full respect. We're going to lay it all on the line for him. I think that every Packer fan right now, you need you need to root for Jordan Love like you've never rooted for anyone before because all of these other fan bases, they all think that he is bad. They're not even, they're not even like we think he could, we don't know, but they are 100% sure because there's no way we're going to go quarterback to good quarterback to another one. There's no way. They are all certain that he's going to be bad and they think it's laughable. Oh, I can't. He's going to go down there to Soldier Field week one, beat them Chicago Bears there, and it's going to be the start of some legendary shit. Spark guy will probably be there front row. You you always speak on behalf of like even Bears fans as to according to what Bears fans say. I don't like hear any Bears fans really saying that. What about your boy Justin Jones saying Packer fans are shit? Well, that's fair. He didn't say Justin Love was or Justin Jordan Love was going to be bad though. I I mean I I think it's a real big unknown. I think if you, that's my, I think that's most people's opinion. It's just like, who knows? We'll see what happens. But that was pretty baller. They said that. Well, what's up, man? How you been? Good. I don't know. I just, I, I heard Dan O'Donnell. It was like the bat signal. I had to get involved. Jeff Wagner. Well, I always see. 
Go ahead. Oh, Jeff Wagner. So I'm regretting. Um, I signed up for these Summerfest shifts to to be one of the brand ambassador guys for my soccer thing, right? And I like doing that. I, I get to be like, I get to help craft some of the social media and the imaging of this of this fan base of this. It's fun. Our tent is like right by WTMJ. Whatever I've been watching the international news now with all the Russia stuff, I always think the Wagner group. And I imagine that these mercenary hired soldiers for war led by Jeff Wagner, it'd be, it'd be quite the fighting force. If that's all right. Uh, we've been uh, practicing for eight months. Uh, Vladimir Putin is a dictator that needs to be toppled. We are going to storm the nuclear plant uh, straight ahead. We do not expect some pushback from the uh, locals, but war and combat is a form of strategy I quite enjoy. Uh, if you have any questions, you can call me on the AccuNet Mortgage Toll-Free Talk Line, uh, 414-TMJ620. Uh, the Wagner Group, it's Jeff Wagner. <laughs> That'd be great. So you're talking Packers, are we finally getting a, getting it off our chests or getting at it about Mark Murphy? With with. Well, why don't you throw out there what you think about Mark Murphy? Oh, man. I think that if I had to look at the last 15 years of, and again, I, I think as soon as I start talking, people say I'm a hater, but if I look at the last 15, 20 years of, of Packer track record, I think the biggest impediment and the biggest thing that held them back from having multiple Super Bowls was the leadership of Mark Murphy. I just, they never, ever, ever went for it. And the reason why they never, ever go for it is because the sweet spot is to guarantee that they win nine to 12 games a year. They're always in contention. They're always good. And his number one goal is the bottom line. Like, I just, I just, that's, that's always been their strategy. And then when you look at granularly, like all of his decision points, like it is again lost about how badly he handled the far stuff. Everybody went down there with the check to try to pay him off to not play. What are you supposed to do? I don't know. I mean, what are you supposed to do? With Favre? The guy retired. Yeah, but you tried paying him not to play. Do you remember What that? other option did he have? You take you take whatever you need to do, and you don't get outsmarted. He got outsmarted on the trade, too. Him and Thompson got outsmarted on that when they had tried to have the poison pill, where if he got, if he got uh, traded to an interdivision team, they'd have to give up five, dra- five first-round picks. And then it far just outsmarted them on that too. And all the chaos that went with it. And then if you look at their late firing McCarthy, they're, they're never again going for it. You look at all those times that they had a chance to two to three more pieces, just like the Buccaneers did in 20. Like they never went for it. They never went for a championship. They always wanted to be good. And if there's a risk with going yeah, they for were a They were built to lose the NFC championship game. That's what I've said, yeah. Yeah. So, and they were not, they, they could have taken some, and that can go bad. Like you see teams go for the Super Bowl all the time and a couple of these don't work out. And the next thing you know, this is bad. I just don't know that I solely put all this on Mark Murphy. It's his attitude. It's his top, like even the way he handled Rogers, like even the way he handled Rogers, who picks up the phone and calls that guy and tells him you better not be a problem. Someone with a big set of balls. But then he did nothing, and then Rock, and then he, and then he, they signed him to that extension two years ago or a year ago. Like every everything, yeah, that that I don't think I don't know why that didn't make any sense. 
No, they caved. They just got scared, and they got scared, and they made a scared. Move I kind of blame the media for that because Rogers out of nowhere started getting asked, like, "Hey, these other guys are getting contracts. Do you want one?" He's like, "Sure, if they're handing them out." What? It, what okay, I'll flip it on that. I think Mark Murphy is as far as it, it goes, and even the, even the business side of it, I just don't see everything that they've done that's so remarkable. And if I hear one more thing about the draft, I'm going to lose my mind. Who held the draft in 2019? Cleveland. 2019? Yeah, see, exactly. Nobody remembers. They're like, and the draft. That is the pen, that is the the icing on the cake of his legacy. And you're like, no one's it, it's great. It's gonna be, I think it's good. I'm not saying it's no, I think bad, it was silly. Yeah, like nobody knows. Nobody I do, knows. I'm looking up right now. Who held the draft? <laughs> you just got your Wikipedia open. Oh, Nashville. I think he's below average. And when Do you know that Milwaukee about, held a draft in 1940? Hilton Hotel? Over uh, at the, Hilton. the Schroeder Hotel. Oh, Hilton. Yeah, which is Hilton now the Hilton. Hilton. You're right. Yeah, you, you're right. I think he sucks. Like, I, I I mean, I just think that, and again, we can go back. Oh, to they the closed college. it? It's closed? The Hilton's not closed. Did the Hampton close? The Hampton closed. Yep. Hampton yeah, closed. one of those hotels Hampton. down there closed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's it's closed. Shit. So, I think he sucks. Um. Okay. Well, you made your point. Why is he so? Why is what? What do you what do you like about him? Like, why would he be at Mount Rushmore other than the sledding hill? I think that he has brought. I mean, look what look look he. I don't know everything you said, but opposite. <laughs> what is he? He inherit he inherited a team that had just won. I think you're blaming Mark for some of the things that you should be blaming Ted for. But can't you blame Mark also for letting Ted be like comatose the last three years? Again, what are you going to do in that situation? You've got Ted. Ted was basically, Ted was basically the scout. Other guys were running that shit. I, you you are now basically saying that that someone in, in Mark Murphy's position is just like it's it's baseline. Like there's really no up or down. Like it, it like all of the stuff that you're talking about. I would think that somebody's the president of the team sets the culture and gets everything going, and then they also make all of these decisions when it comes to football. The, he sets he sets the business plan for the organization and football operations. And if you look at how he set the business plan for football operations. He left. He left Super Bowl chances on the table, year after year. Left Super Bowl chances on the table by not approving spending levels, not 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 having a culture of. He wants a guy like Gutenkus that will just do what he says and will not take a big risk and will toe the line. Like they don't. They there were so many opportunities. Oh seven, all the acquisitions that they could have gotten, all the times they could have said, "Look, we're going to put it out there this year." But there's a risk to that. And the same applies. Everyone says they love how he handled Favre and they love how he handled Rodgers. Like, I don't know, dude. They, they handled that pretty poorly. And there could have been a lot more. Th- like, look at Rodgers. And this that's not just says, a GM decision. Uh, my brother in Christ, they're a pro football team successfully operating in Green Bay. It's called revenue sharing. Bears like, fan getting takes on winning championships. Run him. Why does this Chicago See? fan give yeah. a flying fuck? Well, I'm here. I, I again, you're talking about something that doesn't have anything to do with fans. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, 
Hold on. Is this confirmed? I thought we weren't announcing that until Friday. Okay. Uh, the results are in. The giveaway, ticket giveaway to be with me at the Packers shareholders meeting is Spark Eye and two of your guests. You want to come? Man, what day is it? Monday, the 24th of July. Let me look at my special. Let's see here. Cone, you can come too. Oh, Cone hell roller. yeah. Cone roller. Where are we going? Uh, shareholders meeting. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not an owner. I have tickets. I'm in. I'm in. Okay, let's go. I'm in. I'll put on my calendar. Like, what are we doing? Like, are we wearing like the St. Lombardi outfit? Like, what are we all? Oh, no, that fucking loser will be there. Oh, he's a good fan. Come on. No. What's up, Cone? Nothing. I'm just here. I just saw, uh, heard Matt in the Falls voicemail. Oh yeah, he thinks you like pot. I think this feud is over. It's kind of sad. Yeah, kind of. They kind of flickered out pretty quick. Yeah, it's kind of sad, honestly. You guys are throwing like at fifty percent. Well, I think Matt's first voicemail, it was like he was a little too fired up, a little too angry, and now it's just like it's bro. It's not that serious, you know. Where are you right now? Undisclosed, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's with the Jeff Wagner group right now. He's in hiding. Yeah. I was Dan O'Donnell's Greek Fest source, so I cannot show my face. Oh, you were the insider? What a fucking joke. Who has a Greek Fest insider? A Greek Fest insider. Can't we just say, hey, I know someone that is at Greek Fest? It could have also been a worker or something because he said that that name can't go on the record or whatever it was. Yeah, he he was like so, he was like so like blatantly saying... Uh, this guy can't be known that it's going to be easily point. Oh, oh, I was fucking Jeff. I mean, everyone's going to know based on how he like talked. Anyway, Dan you had to, you've had to have read the Dan O'Donnell article to understand all of the context. That that dental work is pretty extreme. He's got too. He looks like uh, Jim Carrey in the mask between that smile and kind of everything else. It's very. You just went to Alaska with a bunch of listeners. Maybe I should follow suit. It's like that, that would be the sunburn bowl. Yeah. That'd be, you could overtake the Dan O'Donnell cruise with like an impromptu Bart Winkler outing. I think I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to get people to go to a brewery game. I got to figure that out yet. Yeah. What, well, what happened to McGuire's? What happened to fucking anything? What happened to Tim Shea? Well, we were going to do McGuire's and then that, and then that fell apart, but now the brewer thing, but now is it, is the shareholder thing a thing? Well, I only have four tickets. No, oh. I I think you could pool enough listeners together to give to pitch in tickets. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of your audience are owners as well. No, the tickets you can't just buy. You have to get them from shareholders. Yeah, but does each shareholder get four tickets? I get four tickets. Yeah, I'm sure there's enough Winklerverse owners that have we could pool some tickets together. Oh yeah, maybe you're right. Take it over. We could like occupy Lambo. Uh, Spark guy, you got anything else? I'm putting on my calendar. Okay. Here we go. I invited you on YouTube. I can't take it back. And like, 
I wonder if they, like they gave up on the open questions though. They don't do that anymore. They used to, but I don't think they do that anymore. They just do a. No, I've been there once. It fucking sucks. But I'm gonna go for the show. It fucking sucks. Are we gonna get in those massive lines for the pro shop? Yes. I actually oh, might try man. to get credentialed. To be honest. And I might try to talk to Mark Murphy. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to ask the Packers if I can talk to Murphy. No way. That clown. That clown's like Putin. He's up in his palace right now. He's not talking to anybody. Man, you are all over this Russia shit. I I've always said I've always said the Packers underlying are a socialist a socialist organization as far as the economics work, and then also with their communications and the way that they treat their their fans and constituents communists. So it kind of goes hand in hand. Or it's just a fucking sports team. No. That too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not the, not the way they operate. No. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I'm more on the left side of things anyways, but. All right. Get out of here. See you at the 24th. Yep. Spark guy. Cone, uh, you got anything? A good Brewer win today. And, you know, next year when we play the Mets, we might be playing against Craig Council. Yeah, how much stock do you put into that? Again, no. I think it's I think we're I think we're picking on like one random ass fan. Yeah, I, I don't think that's true, honestly. But you know, if you're Stearns, you, you I'm gonna make, get Miller Park minute in here in like a minute. He'll help us on this. I think you make if you're Stearns, you make counsel an offer for sure. Oh yeah. But counsel, what was the New York Post article on him? I didn't read that. I neither. I don't they're a little too far leaning one way for me. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. What do you think about the big shakeup at Fox? Fox News. Yeah, Jesse Waters is getting the Tucker Carlson slot. Oh wow. Yeah. He always looks just stoned to me. His eyes are always glassy. Yep, it's gonna go Laura, Jesse, Sean, and then Gutfeld with an exclamation point is moving an hour into prime time. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. I wonder. You know, we got to listen to Lockdown Brewers to to hear the real opinion on that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, listen to Lockdown Brewers' girlfriend. Lockdown Fox. Is that is there a podcast on the Lockdown Network for Lockdown Fox? Why am I not doing a podcast about Fox? I mean, I would make a million dollars. You could do like a reaction show where you just watch the news and react. Watch Fox. <laughs> you know, I should, I should do it with my grandma. And it could just be you getting triggered. That'd be kind of funny. My grandma's smooth. When I go to her house, Fox is always on. And uh, she'll she'll like always like sneak by the remote and just like turn the channel to sports without making an announcement. I see you, grandma. Now, do you do you do you argue with your grandma? Do you talk politics with your grandma or do you just kind of let her be? Um. We've talked politics. Yeah. Do you try to change her mind? No. Yeah, that's that's probably the, the right move. When you're that age, you know, you just let him be kind of. I bought her a Sarah Palin book once for Christmas. And I wrapped it in Barack Obama. Um, like a like there was like a Barack Obama page a day calendar. So I wrapped it in that. 
And she was like nervous all night because she thought I got her a Barack Obama book and just put it under the tree. And then she opened it up and she's like, oh, it's here. I love her. What's, like, a Sarah, what, a, what's in a Sarah Palin book? It's like a uh, coloring book? Like, <laughs> it's just like about her, her Todd, Todd Palin, mm. the, the Todd Palin story. All right, that's about Fox News. Anything else? I'm getting uh, Miller Park Minute Eric in here, too. You got anything you want to say to Eric? Well, Eric's probably more equipped to talk Brewers these days than I am, but good win tonight. You're not getting to any games while you're out here? Um, I'll, I'll be going to, I think, the Friday night game, the 7th. That's that's my next game I'll be Shit, at. You're here a long time. Yeah, just kind of worked out well with various family things and work events. So, yeah, worked out. Am I going to see you at Summerfest? Uh, I was there on Friday at an undisclosed concert. Um, but if you're there any other days, I'd make the stop. Are you going to be at the, the lake house? I'll be at the pro soccer tent. Is that close to the 97.3 lake house? It's a lot closer than I wish it was. Ooh, that could be some good content. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I let me know when you're there and Matt in the falls, uh, it, you know, feel free to get Matt in the falls, my number and we'll, we'll talk it out. Yeah. All right. See you, Bart. See you, Cone. Cone roller. Eric Miller Park. What's up, buddy? I love that guy. I'm always Team Cone. Sorry, Matt in the falls. Wow. Uh, Big win. Yeah, it it, it definitely is. Uh, I figured an hour. Hold on. I'm not talking politics. What what politics did I talk? I bought her a book. Yeah. That was, See uh, that, that that's the kind of shit that bugs some so NNYE uh says talking politics on here. I don't know if he's joking or not, but that is the kind of shit that bothered me. Like I didn't say anything bad. I said no, Fox, I said my grandma watches Fox News. I said Fox News is a new lineup. I said I should do a Fox News podcast. Yeah. You didn't uh, express any did political opinion there. You just said I, I didn't. I don't think about I the lineup. I mean, I said the name Barack Obama, which the, the the minute I knew I was fucked was when, and I bring this up, when I talked about the USFL and how Trump ruined it, which he did. Originally, yeah, originally he screwed it up. That's that's true. That and I, you can't, you can't, I couldn't, I couldn't say that anymore. Anyway, I think he openly admitted that in his book that he screwed. Well, I, up. I mean, I didn't, I didn't read his book, The Art of the Deal. Yeah, yeah, I read. Well, I read it. Years ago, you did. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I read business books. <laughs> he's he's he was successful. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> he wasn't Home Alone too. Yeah, right. He was. He's done a lot. I, I, and I, I I was a big Apprentice fan. I was a big fan of that yeah. show until he kicked Khloe Kardashian off for something she did prior to her coming on the show. And I thought, this is fucking bullshit. She did good in the contest. And then he's like, Chloe, you fucking did something. I can't have someone like you on my team. Well, why'd you invite her, man? <laughs> and I, we all love George. Remember George? Remember when he gave all that money away in Green Bay? He like paid for people's tickets for Raw? Yeah. Oh, sure. All right. That aside. <laughs> 
<laughs> didn't he own Monday Night Raw on in principle or something? Are the Brewers <laughs> good? Yes, seven and three in the last ten. I figured an hour into they're your now show. thirteen and four in one run games. Joey, is Wiener? that good or is that a fluke? I think I think it's good. I mean, I think the one thing as a whole that people aren't talking about, and I've been kind of trying to talk about it a little bit more lately, is this is still a different brand of baseball. I mean, the Mets recipe should have fucking worked. It should have. But you got guys like Verlander getting hurt. Scherzer's getting in trouble for everything. But part of the Mets' like success was supposed to be, too, that they had Correa. Right. That's when people went bonkers. Like, oh, shit, they got Correa, too? Yeah. But then they didn't keep Correa. <laughs> it didn't pan out because of a... I don't even know that whole story. It doesn't make sense. I mean, the lineup tonight, Nimmo, Marte, Lindor, Alonzo, Vogelbach's fifth, Tommy Pham, McNeil, Alvarez, Beatty. That's weak sauce. Weak sauce. We played a better Mets team in the opening series than we, we played tonight. What did they look like then? Uh, they just they were a little better. <laughs> they, they were new. <laughs> Now oh, it's like the yeah, same old song and dance, you know what I mean? Like Nemo, Marte, Lindor, Alonzo, McNeil, Canna, same bullshit. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was like it was like they were fresh. They were they were the new hip thing, and now they they're not anymore. That you know, and the Brewers Brewers lineup hasn't changed dramatically. I mean, it's not like we're heads and tails a better team than we were on opening day. I mean, we had Brandon Woodruff back then. Brandon Woodruff seems to be that guy that's just just hurt. Well, our lineup's dog shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yelich, okay. Contreras, I'm fine with. Two-hole. Telez, done. Adamas, stinks. Owen Miller, done. Winker, awful. Urias, brutal. Perkins, I don't know. Does he play enough? Weimer, fine. It sucks. That lineup sucks. There's nothing across the board that's really, I mean, unfortunately, like, that's that's now the NL Central. It's just we're, we're lukewarm, you know? I don't I don't see any any astronomical trades getting done, anything that's going to make this team. Owen better. Miller hit 363 in May. Now he's hitting what? He's hitting 203 in June. Oh. <sighs> Uh, oh, I saw, I saw what a surprise. Him. He fell off. No fucking way. Right. Hey, but he was uh, the uh, Lakeshore Chinooks did happen to uh, honor him in their Hall of Fame. Yeah, Brian Anderson, too, I believe. Yep, but he didn't show. He's too, he he's too, he's too big league to show. Yeah, I was talking to a guy. So I was at the Doc Spiders game yesterday. You have a Chinooks insider? And I was talking to a guy in the bullpen. His name is DJ Hess. And uh, he... Uh, you can't was, give your insider's name. Oh, whatever. I don't care. Anybody could have had that conversation. He goes, yeah, Owen Miller showed up, but... Oh, yeah, it was I against the Doc Spiders. That's right. It was against or if them. you're If you're um, Chuck, it's uh, Brady Anderson. Is what he calls him? 
Oh, every day, every day. Makes my skin crawl. How are the Doc Spiders doing? They drawn a crowd? You know, I got, okay, so I went for this stupid thing. Um, my kid loves these games. Was that tonight? No, this was yesterday's. Um, Fang? Weaver. Oh, Weaver. Yeah, okay, that's the doc. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, I have all of the ones from Weaver. But anyways, so we go for these things, and normally, like, with bobbleheads, they're like a sold-out crowd. Well, there was there was plenty of them available. And uh, they suck. They're they're pretty bad. They've got um, what's his name's kid, Rick Sweet, who is the manager of. They got Sweetie's kid. Yeah, Sweet Chick. Sweet. Uh, he made like an annual appearance on Chuck and Winkler. What's his first name? Seth. Seth Sweet Chick. Seth Sweet. Well, they were really good when they had that kid that stole all those bases who got drafted to. I believe it was like Miami. Chandler Simpson was that guy's name. I have, I have an obscure knowledge of players that played for Northwoods League teams. Uh, Council's kid did hit an RBI. Should have been double, but he got tagged out because he overslid. Council's kid. Yeah, Council's kid's on the Lakeshore Chinooks. He is. Yeah. All I ever hear about is Jack. Yeah. Both of it, both of his kids are on the roster, actually. Wait, Jack's on the Chinooks? Yeah. But he's playing high school ball. No, they're both on the, the Chinooks roster. What the fuck? Right? It's weird. It was so weird. And then okay, so there's this guy. Yeah, yeah. Brady and Jack. Jesus. I got I gotta give you this because this is funny. And shout out if he's actually here. There's this guy in Final Act named Adam. He goes to a lot of uh, Doc Spiders games. And he's loud and obnoxious. And he's a season seat holder. And he just he just heckles anybody for the sake of heckling. And he was just sitting there giving it to Council's kid. And I'm like, this is great. You are ridiculous. Oh, Council's kids have been to Fond du Lac? Wow, what a treat. Was Craig there? <laughs> Does Craig know me? Does he remember me? No, they were playing they were playing the game, man. Mm. The Brewers were live. They had like two delays in that game. Yeah, it was. We didn't make the whole thing. We'll just put it that way. They have a pitch clock in the Northwoods League too. It was really weird. I actually saw a thing today. I don't know if you saw this. The um, top teams in their payroll, and uh, the I was talking about. Okay, so. Obviously, Tampa Bay has one of the low payrolls in there in the American League East, their first place. Um, but like everybody else, the, the this whole payroll doesn't mean anything. Thing is kind of crap, if you ask me. Like it, you know. Texas spent quite a bit. They also tackled. How about the teams that are good right now? Texas, Arizona. Right, that one kind of. I'm still baffled a little bit by that. But that's what it was, it was like just talking about. It's like, why are these guys, you know, like good with these crap payrolls? And I'm like, is it that it's the new game of baseball? It's what it comes down to. It's it's a different game. I don't feel it's the same baseball. It's good baseball, but it's not the same baseball. Do you get that vibe at all watching it? Um I don't think i'm watching it as much as i'm pretending to 
Oh, that, I mean, fair enough. I mean, you've got a lot of other things going on. Your your hatred for whatever Aaron Rodgers does. Your no, no, no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel like. Honestly, I don't feel like it's any faster. No, like the Doc Spiders game seems super slow, but that's just me. All right, anything else on the Brewers? I'm going to go nine nine. Uh no, no. Uh, I do think you should hold the tailgate event. Um. Is there going to be a Chuck Winkler collab? I want to know that. God, I don't know what the fuck's up with frames. Dog in my ass. <laughs> Has he text you lately? Do you text often? We text the other night. God, what did we text about? I don't know. I delete all my texts. <laughs> oh, we text because I was shitting on Evan Massey. That guy. And Chuck was like, oh. I unfollowed Massey. I hate that guy. <laughs> oh, I was like, Chuck, I don't, I don't rip on these guys like for fun. I do it because someone needs to. Right. Agreed. All right, man. Well, you should do a collab with him and get on there. Get on it, man. Did he come on with you? No, no. Like I try to message him and he, or, you know, reply to his stuff, but he doesn't. I don't know if like locked on said be like, don't talk to that Miller Park Bank guy. He's trying no, to steal our He's thunder. probably just for guy. He probably doesn't want to press fucking respond. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. It was good talking yeah. to you. Yeah, good to see you, Eric. Miller Park Minute. Um, we're talking about Fond du Lac. Some of the guys I know from there are involved in that for golf. The thing I was wearing the other day. So be sure to check that out, forgolfapparel.com, forgolfapparel.com, 10% off with the promo code BART. I was wearing the Miami Nice shirt, they call it, and the Four Golf hat. You'll see me in that a little bit. Um, and, yeah, I like their stuff. It's good, and it fits me, which is, as Jake started, uh, something that I need to have happen for sure, for sure. Check out the YouTube if you're on the uh, audio Dan Shaney YouTube stream, danshaney.com. Appreciate everybody for stopping by on a Monday. Later in the week, Horvat will have, we'll do our AFC picks. Should have Grant and Paul at some point too. And uh, we'll go into the week strong. I'm Bart Winkler, the Bart Winkler Show. See ya. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.